Welcome to the Slappy Cut Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 14 of the Slappy Cut. 13? No, episode 14. 14. Yeah. I swear I released episode 12 today, last week. No, I'm pretty sure you released episode... Episode 13 from uh, Mr. Lachlan Wood in there. Well, I wrote 12. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Now, I'm Uh, I'm pretty confident up to episode 14. Wow. 14 weeks of the best golf podcast in Australia. Australia? (laughs) Come on, mate. (laughs) Of the world. Mr. Worldwide. Of the world. So, um, fair bit up and coming in the world of golf. Just so everyone knows, we're watching... Just some great Tiger Woods shots on the screen here. Yeah. Um, his awesome win at Pebble Beach, I think it is. So Correct. It was it was quite the tournament. So I'm pretty sure it was this one here. We're just discussing it. I don't know if a lot of people know. So Tiger, I think he only had three balls yeah. for that round. So he was putting in his room and then Steve, his caddy, forgot to put the balls back in. And... Yeah. Anyway, a couple of holes in, he's hit one and he's put a mark in it. So he's signed it, gave it to a kid. Yeah. And then he's come into the stretch and it's that hole that... It's the 18th, mate. Was it the 18th? Yeah. Yeah, with the water on the right. And he's knifed one straight into the water. And yeah. um, his caddy's trying to talk him into hitting an iron. And he's, so, he said, fuck you, Steve, give yeah. me another ball. Yeah, give me another ball. I'm hitting it well while I hit an iron. And then, <laughs> could you... Like, Steve almost went from arguably the best caddy of all time to not having a job with anyone very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, and at that point, he was probably still trying, not making a name, but he wasn't as well-known as he is now. So that could have been a very quick career ender. Wow, imagine that. I know. The guy did it um, this week. On yeah. On the tour. Yeah, so he had, um, he had the ball, and then same thing, he was putting around, just chucked some balls in his bag, and he teed off with one of the old balls... The mm. old, so it was the same brand, the old Titleist Pro V1, the old Titleist Pro V1 from a year ago. And the rest of his balls were the new ones. Mm. So he was screwed. Like he had to, if he lost his ball, he had to go digging for it. So yeah. for anyone that doesn't know, the, um, I think it's any professional event or a lot of professional events, especially PJ Tour ones, have a one ball policy. So you've got to use the same type of ball. Yeah. Um, Phil got in trouble a few years back for switching and changing. Did he? Yeah, certain holes he'd switched, switched, switched between a soft and a hard one, I think it was. Would he? Yeah, he did, yeah. So this is a while back, but he got in trouble for that. Yeah. He gotta... Did he not know or did he just play dumb? I don't know. I feel like someone like Phil would know. I think he was playing dumb. Yeah, he'd know. Trying to get the advantage. But there's too many TV screens on those guys there. Someone's got to pick up on it. Oh, yeah. Especially when they allow people to call up and... Say, so, yeah. oh, the ball moved, all this happened, and yeah. they investigated. So, um, yeah. uh, while we're watching this on Tiger, a pretty cool stat on him. So, it was it was for a 10-year period. I think it was 1999 to 2009. Yeah. Tiger finished in the top three 53% of tournaments. Holy crap. Isn't that, like, crazy? Like... Where, at the moment, like, a lot of people are in awe of the run that Scottish Jeff was having at the moment, yeah. right? Which is, it's impressive. For 10 years, mm. he was in the top three half the time. Imagine if he had the prize money they're getting yeah. in the last year. His first two wives would have took after that. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be very happy, or well, already happy with them. But... I've seen him, I've seen him the other day. Or it was a, you know, talking about, I think it was just a, a hack account. Yep. PJ to a hack account and it said, "Oh, Tiger made a statement on JT's recent poor play." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, he recently got married, and, so, <laughs> and that's his first mistake." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> just pretty funny. Ripping into him. Yeah. Oh, that's. But I think it was just the hack account making it up. Yeah, I yeah. think it was real. It sounds like it. It also mm-hmm. sounds like something Tiger probably would say to his mate in yeah. private. Yeah. But- not a, Mate, you got redemption last week. I got redemption. So yeah. we, we played Thursday, um, and I only got you by one, but yeah. it's all I needed. We took you, the money. Yeah, when we took the money from the other boys. So, you know, you'd had it over me for the first little bit. Yep. And... Go on. Yeah, you just you just got it around. Didn't feel like I, was play, I wasn't playing great, but... Um, 
Yeah, you're very inconspicuous. You feel like you're three over and all of a sudden you're even par. It's like, well, <laughs> what happened here? It doesn't. It just doesn't feel right. But Well, I didn't know you were three under the front nine either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, let, it, let it go on the back, but enough to hold on. So that yeah. was... Um, that's Tyler Golf, just plod away. Just plot away. Plot away. Yeah, that's right. Things in parts. Plot away. Anyway, redemption is good for my confidence. Brings me back for this Thursday. Yeah. Game so, one. I think it's game one. I think it's us again. Yeah. Gets a couple of other hacks. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. X-Pro and Head Pro. Excellent. Pros. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, mate. You see the guy who won this week? Um, Hodges? Lee Hodges, was it? In the 3M. 3M, yeah. Yeah. So you shot he hit into, I'm going to say the 11th, par 5. No. He eagled, maybe, he eagled the 6 or something. Yep. He's got like 4 shot lead, 260 yards, 250 yards par 5 for 2. He hits it to like 3 foot. Wow. It's fucking incredible. You, um... <laughs> so good. You see, I've forgotten his name. He finished tied second. JT Poston. Was it him? Yeah. So he needed a seven up the last to finish. Yeah, but he was trying to win. Uh, yeah, so to, so he needed a seven to finish outright second, and his prize money would have been two hundred and sixty k higher than yeah. what tied. He doesn't was. give a shit though. No, so they said in an interview they mentioned that, and he said, "I was there to try and win a tournament. If I had my time over again, I'd do the exact yeah. same thing." So yeah, um, good on him. It sounds like a lot of money to us. So those guys just want to win tournaments. Well, he doesn't need any more money. He's had a good couple of years. It's a deposit on a good house. He probably has a sick house. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't need another doesn't one. Doesn't need another one. Going because he um, he drove it in the rough. Yep. And man, oh, he might have hit it. He drove it in the rough. Rough downhill like, slope. Hybrid out, hit the rock. Yep. Actually landed on the sign. Oh, did it? It didn't go in the water. I'm thinking, like, could he get a boat out there and try and hit it? <laughs> land, I don't know if it went through it, but there was no splash. And try to play it off hit that. the rock and then landed on the 3M sign. It'd be a pretty cool shot. Yeah. You'd also risk leaving with a 10. Yeah. Well, but Again, you probably wouldn't care. You wouldn't care. No. So, well, before we get into any golf stuff, yeah, um, we've had a little bit in sport in general in we Australia. Have. So, yeah. let's start with the, um, probably the more disappointing one is the recent Ashes test, I, the fifth Ashes. disappointing. I think we, Oh, the fifth test was. The fifth test was. I think we, we well, played all right. Last night was. Mm. We played st- okay. Did you stay up? I didn't stay up. I watched the highlights this morning. So we lost three for a hundred. Yeah. We all, I went to. I couldn't stay up. And the rain after lunch, they come back out, and we need like a hundred and twenty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we only had three down. Mm. I'm like, far out. Sweet. I might wake up to winning score here. Wake up and we lost. We lost. So a big turning point was. And they fucking changed the ball, man. Yeah. So he got hit in the head, which damaged the ball. And so Kwaja got hit on the helmet. Mate, it gets hit into the stands for six and yeah. they don't change the ball. But apparently it's changed. It's damaged the ball. Yeah, right? it's out of shape. So what they're meant to do is change it with a ball that's very similar to it's an like for like. Yeah. They've yeah. given him an all but brand new ball. Man, they still have the fucking, not the kookaburra, the duke written on the side yeah. of it. And it changed the game. Of course it did. It was swinging like three feet. Yeah, so... And... I only complained because they had a big deal about spirit of the game and stuff like that, and and that's happened. Spirit of the game. They're a pack of wankers, mate. So, there was a disappointing way. And then, I heard at the mate, end Johnny of Johnny Bairstow used to try and run everyone out like Alex Carey did. Oh, there was no excuse. Like, yeah, he's a... He, he was the worst for it. Mate, um, and Brendan McCullen, the Kiwi keeper, yep. he blew up about it. He ran Murley out when he was playing Sri Lanka. Yeah. Yeah, Sri Lanka. When Murley ran down the other end to celebrate his mate getting a hundred, yeah, Cullen ran him out. Yeah, he's like, I'm not even batting, man. Like, I'm going to celebrate my hundred. Yeah, and now McCullen's complaining about that. Yeah, it's because they lost the other end of it. So you're not even English. You're a Kiwi. Yeah, that's right. It's just like, and then at the end of it, which I thought was pretty poor, the <clears throat> apparently the Aussies tried to get in touch with them. Do they have like drinks afterwards? Right, yeah, they, the teams get together, right? Yeah. And anyway, they tried to contact, couldn't get a hold of them, couldn't get a hold of them. Steve Smith walked in the locker room, couldn't get in, they wouldn't budge, blah, blah, and they just up and left. And the Aussies were there waiting. Yeah. And then anything, nothing happened, so they just... I think Bailed. they had, I think they had drinks by themselves out there yeah, for a little bit. 
That's typical. And um, see, that bro- was a broad. I'm glad he retired. I well, he's retired. Him. He's retired. Anderson has to be close. Yeah, at least Anderson's all right. Yeah. Broad's a douchebag. Well, you bring Broad in just to bowl against Warner and then take him off. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that guy's number. Right, Warner's got to retire too. Yeah, I don't. I think so. Like, I know he's talked about retiring in January, at the end, like the SCG. But I'd be surprised if they picked him for that. Well, I think they will. They're sock cops. They probably will. But as far as form goes, I wouldn't. So, put someone else in there. Yeah, there's plenty out that can do a better job. Like all we needed is all of our good batsmen to get an extra twenty runs. Correct. And we win. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. Anyway, my gears. It's the way it goes. We don't like losing to the Poms, do we? What about the Matildas last night? Mate? Wasn't that We're awesome? We're turning into a, into a sports podcast. Yeah, here. but wasn't that awesome? Yeah, it was good. They've won four 0 against the Olympic champs. Yeah, and no Sam Kerr didn't need her. Didn't need her. She was on the bench, but they Razo, 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 Razo. They played awesome. Yeah, and I they even had one disallowed. You see the one that was disallowed. Nah. Man, this girl was. They they called it offside and like a kitchen she would have had like her chin in front. Yeah, really. It was a horrid call. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We yeah. won four 0 So I, I was watching a fair bit of it between the cricket. They, yeah, they look like they've gotten a lot better. The girls are good. I'm yeah. pretty sure they're top five or top mm. ten side in the world. Like they're nothing to be laughed at. So it's the control was really good. Yeah, the chick in the middle midfield who. Kept getting her foot stomped on. Yeah. I forget her name, and she was awesome. Yeah. No, it was really good to see. Fowler, the little, um, the striker, she was going to see. Yeah. Yeah, so good to see that. The the men's soccer leaves much to be desired, so at least we've got the women to... (laughs) The women to, um, to hold us up. The men's soccer side is like, you waiting for McElroy to win another major. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) That's the same feeling. You're hopeful, and then you get let down. Yeah, I've got a good feeling about the Masters. Far out. <laughs> we'll put early money on him now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not I to just... miss a cut. No, 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 he's to win. Mate. He's going to take it out. He'll hit himself out of form by then. Tiger's no. going to win next year's Masters. Tiger's not playing next year's Masters. Ugh. Excuse me, says who? There's no chance he's playing. Zero? I reckon there's zero. <laughs> Why? He's done. He can't walk the course anymore. Yeah, true. That ankle of his, I think the injury is a lot worse than what's been. We're being led to yeah. believe. So you might just need like a little wheel. So you can just like hop along. We can get him. You know those shoes people yeah. take in that had the wheels on the back. Oh, like kid shoes. They yeah. light up. They light up. Yeah. We can get him a pair of them with some spikes in them. Not a bad idea. We might um. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> we, patent pending. We might hit him up for that. So, Tiger's new shoe sponsor. Yeah, bugger Nike. Yeah, Tiger, if you when you're listening to this, not if when you're listening to this, yeah. um, give us a call. Cost Harbour Pro Shop. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, we'll discuss over around a golf, mate. We'll get your cart. Yeah, look you, after you. Have a cart at cost. Yeah, we'll let him have a free cart. charge. Yeah, we'll let him have a cart. So. Um, I wanted to talk about, I was doing a bit of research okay. uh, recently, and it was going through, so they're going through some, like, you know, golf at the moment, it's just, it's this big boom in golf, right? Yeah. So numbers are, are going crazy, everyone's, you know, Australia, America, the world, golf is just exploding, right? Um, and in particular, like, juniors getting into golf is mm-hmm. really starting to explode, so, uh, you know... I think they had a big lull between about 2006 and 2019. There was very few juniors come coming up? through. Uh, close to, yeah, so... Explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, when you're winning all the trophies, <laughs> they give up. Yeah. Um, so, no, when, when I first started coming through, we had a, like, at Cox, we had a big group. Yeah. Uh, the group after me just got smaller, and then it very quickly, it just disappeared um, in our particular case. And that goes with... Golf clubs getting too busy to let juniors on there to play. Look, there was a bit of that. I think we've also too got to take in some some other like factors. You had um, you know, parents are getting busier and busier. Yeah. Um, things you know, sitting in front of a screen's never been easier, and never been more entertaining than it is. Right. So that period there, like those sort of things started to go ballistic. Like, what kid didn't have something they could just hold and 
and play, yeah. right? And if you think about, like, I think about, like, when I was younger, and more so you, because you're much my senior. Um, Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, we just didn't have access to that much stuff. No, right? and I didn't want it. We had, like, an, uh, an Atari or something. Yeah. That I was outside just kicking balls, playing golf, yeah. playing footy, and surfing. Well, I remember, like, when I was going, we had, like, the old um, Sega and Nintendo, right? So the ones that my parents had growing up. Yeah. And it's not that we weren't allowed to, like, set it up. It was a pain in the ass to set up. Yeah. There's all these cords, you get them in the right spot, and then put the cartridge in, hope it works, it doesn't hit you. Yeah. Rub the disc. Yeah, rub the disc, put them in the freezer and rub <laughs> bananas. All what? Yeah, there's all these tricks you can do with the discs and, and that. Get a new one. Get mate. a new one. Um, rub bananas on it. Yeah. Where now, like, yeah. Where now, like, so I remember my first game, I had a Game Boy Color, it was my first little console. I had the Pokemon Gold on it. You right? had a Pokemon game? Yeah, I love Pokemon. Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> so, there you go. I'm, I'm a bit out of date. I was just playing Pokemon with my five-year-old son. Yeah, well, back then I was That's how old kids are have Pokemon, mate. Not some Pokemon cards. I'm not really up to date with these new ones. Like, Krogunk, I've got no idea who that is. He just makes the rules up anyway. Right, and as they do. So, I don't know any of these Pokemon. Gen 1, Gen 2 are my... That's my jam. So... Um, yeah, this is a Gen 2 game. a nerd podcast. Yeah, this is a Gen 2 game. But yeah, no, I just say, I had, like, that was my first game I had on it, right? Yeah. You couldn't play it at night because the Game Boy screen didn't light up or anything, so you only played mm. during the day. Uh, but that whole thing now... Did have lights? No, I couldn't let my parents know I was awake playing, oh, playing games, okay. right? You've got to sneak that in. So, but... <laughs> I was watching other things from my Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but I've got all that on my phone now. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, sorry>. I. <laughs> Never been easier to access. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I can, like, I can get any like game I had on my Game Boy. I can get it on my phone. And it's can not really? hard. Yeah, I've got. So I've got this Game Boy emulator and everything. Like, there's the shot. Yeah, where he lost his ball. Give me my last ball, Steve. Steve didn't tell him no. until after tournament. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can get all that on my phone now. So, like, availability to that has just never been easier. And, like, especially today, like, what kid under, like, or, like, let's say 12 doesn't seem to have a phone. Mm. They've all got it, right? So, they hold importance. I think being able to contact someone in emergency is pretty important. But they're going to get access to everything else that goes with it. So... I think that had a big impact on, you know, kids wanting to go outside and play. Yeah. Um, you didn't have to go outside to meet your friends anyway. You can just jump on the yeah. on the computer or on the phone. Yeah. Jump on the old MSN and and chat to all your friends. Yeah. So I think that had a big thing. And then um, it showed, like, 2009, just golf everywhere. So this was juniors, men's, ladies, everything. Golf just went ballistic, right? Um, and I think a big aspect of that is... COVID. COVID yeah. was a big thing for, especially golf in Australia, but COVID I imagine was huge for golf in the world, right? So yeah. it was a, a big thing. But um, like if a few numbers, right? So we talked about 2006 and that the levels went down. In the US, between 2019 and 2022, their junior golf has increased by 36%. Where's that? In the US. Oh, wow. Right? So that's a USA number. That's massive. 36% oh, in three right. years, right, from the years prior to that. Wow. Um, between This is in Australia. Between 2021 and 22, uh, the, the kids playing between the age of 5 and 12 was up 13%. That's good. Which is pretty... So that doesn't include what everyone else um, up there was. And in amongst that, junior girls playing was up 25%. Oh, awesome. Well, how good's that? So, yeah. I th- you know... COVID one probably being a, a big thing, parents having a bit more time at home, um, even when they're working from home, a bit more flexible what they can do with their time. Had a big a big go on that, but I think a lot of um, you know Golf Australia and Golf New South Wales are trying to jump in and do their part with trying to get that yeah. going right. So they got that you know, Australian Girls Golf Scholarship out there, which is seeing 
I think the first year they did, they had like 30 clubs. Now they're up like, like part of that. And now they're up over like 500. Oh, wow. As part of that scholarship program. So, um, which is just aimed at girls, which is awesome. Um, trying to get, you know, you know, kids back out playing golf has been a big aspect for Golf Australia and Jack Newton. Oh, so, uh, and probably all those other, um, Jack Newton's like the New South Wales yeah. um, part. I don't know what the other states have, but it's been a huge part. Of, you got some good, uh, Good juniors at the minute. Look, we just, you just got like you just got kids that are keen. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's not like you know forty year olds trying to pick up something for the first time. Like kids like John, they just learn so quickly. Yeah. And you don't need to teach them much. So, um, but like I think like from a from a coach's perspective, and I'll ask you first and give my opinions on it as well. Like number one, how do you go about getting? If someone's saying, oh, "Yeah, I want my kid to play golf," you obviously can't force them into doing whatever. Yeah. But you know, what's a good way to get your kid into golf, and how do you maintain interest? What would be your your go to uh, place? I know your young fellas having a bit of a hit. Yeah. Get some friends involved at the same time. Yep. And just make it fun. Yeah. That's all you can do with them. That they're that young, I reckon. Mm-hmm. So Teddy and his mates have got. Oh, between eight and ten of them every Friday. Yeah, and it's chaos. Yeah, but it's awesome. It's it's fun. Like yeah. they had the best time. Yeah, and all of, all you got to worry about is no one getting their teeth knocked out by a stray club. Oh, that's right. But they're they're having good times. Like Kingswood the other day, one of Teddy's mates, he holed out from like thirty meters off the green, twenty meters off the green. Oh, see. So I put these uprights up. Yeah, like pool noodles and you had to go through it and the flag was behind it and everyone had two shots and they were rotating and he set, first shot he hit to like five feet yep. went over I was like there's two points and the second shot he hit and I went yeah good job turned around and then I started cheering and it went in and I was like prove it because there was a few <laughs> balls up there already. so they ran out there and grabbed it and the balls in the heart wow that's that cool. cool yeah it's cool seeing that sort of stuff yeah. happen yeah it was awesome but yeah. um I reckon get involved with a friend for some yeah. kids and just make them have fun. Yeah. No, I... And you can't pressure them, mate. It's got to be their decision. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I agree 100%. Right. Like, you just got to make it... Got to make it enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I've got some other, like, things I want to ask a bit later on about, like, why do you think we've seen this growth in yeah. golf, right? Um, but I think, you know, it wasn't that long ago. Golf just, like, say 2006, golf just wasn't sexy. No. Golf was boring. No, it right. Was. There's obviously been a change. Yeah, it'd be that somewhere along the line, which we'll discuss. But um, golf's a little bit more fun. We uh, we can make it a lot more fun now. They've got different tools and that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's not just hitting ball after ball on the range. I think an important part, like from a, this is hard because my my young fellow's not old enough for me. If I tell him something to understand, oh yeah, I'll go do this. Or, oh, I'll go do this, and Dad said this, and blah blah. Um, yeah, I've got him a little club. He gets down low and tries to, yeah, you know, that's cool. whack at it, right? Which is which is a bit of fun. Uh, but I think from a coach's standpoint, to try and keep your kids interested in golf is trying not to suck the fun out of it. So yeah. what I mean by that, and again, it's just I think it's hard, like as a parent, to not want to intervene. Yeah. But you know, if they hit a shot and they hit it bad, you're not trying to reroute the whole swing. Yeah. It's not. Oh, stand wider, bend your knees, go hit your club to here, and you go to swing further, and you go to do all this. That's boring. Yeah, try you again, know? do it again. Try again, say, yeah. you know, you, I always try to find the, like a positive in it. So if someone tops it, yeah. uh, and it doesn't go very far, you say something like, good tempo, mate, like you yeah. know, that was looking really, or good setup, yeah. good, good grip. Absolutely. Try to find a positive in there for them. Pump their tires up. I think from a, like what you want to teach them standpoint, is it is so important if if they can just have their hands close together, having some type of grip, yeah. So their hands aren't separated. So it's like, yeah. Okay, if you can get them to have their hands close together, and so they can swing and maintain balance, you're off to a cracking start. Yeah, absolutely. The, the rest are like they're too short to be having perfect posture, and so yeah. like they'll grow bigger and stronger and and everything else. So you just want to do that so they can develop some sort of hand-eye coordination. Yeah. They'll find a way to hit the ball. I've never Absolutely. met a kid who can't. Like, no. they, they always find a way. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, like, at young ages, there's big differences. I've seen a lot of kids who have got great hand-eye and just swings might look awful, but hit the ball. Yeah. They've got some kids they who get are it done. a little bit more uncoordinated, swing it a little bit better, 
don't make that good a contact, right? But they all make contact eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So um, it's just being, you know, trying to make it encouraging, trying to make it fun, keeping it to their skill level. Like, you don't... If you're going to take them out and play on the courts, don't tee them off from your tee. Yeah. You know, f- We're tipping it out of yeah. those kids. Yeah, yeah. Here's a 100-meter here's a water carry you're yeah. going to take on. They're just going to hit the ball in the water. <laughs> um, yeah, you give them a... a a short one so then they can compete with you or give them some sort of advantage. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, mate. Um, I don't think anything revs a kid up more than beating their parents or something. Yeah. So I think that's a, a really important one. So trying to keep them... Because that's... You see that too. We get, like... They showed numbers. So something like in 2021, they... The studies shown like, in Australia, there's, like, 650,000 kids in that year did some type of golf. Yeah, right. Whether it was through their school sport, outside of school, whatever. But then, like, the membership of juniors in... I don't know if it could have been just New South Wales, but in Australia it was only, like, 11,000. So, yeah. it was like, okay, so we got nearly... We got over half a million kids trying out, and our, like, our rate of return on that is very, very low as a percentage. So, you know, how can we change that? And I think they gave all these guys, like, all these governing bodies a bit of a kick in the bum to... To um, try put different programs in that in place to so to make it a bit more a bit more fun. So, if it was parents, like we know what our kids like, yeah. so just try and make it fun. Don't try to get too much out of them. They're not gonna no. they're not gonna understand things like swing plane and and all that. No, and that's like Teddy. I want to take him out there all the time, but I'm just I don't push anything. No, it's got to be their choice. It's just like, and he he hits it good. The other day, I made everyone watch him. Yeah. I was like, everyone just stop and watch Ted for a second. Because he can hit the ball. Yeah. And so the other eight kids fully watched him. He's like, oh. And he nailed one. I was like, good job. He's like, can I do it again? Because <laughs> he wanted to, like, he wanted to show off. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, go again. And that was awesome. Like, he loved it. Yeah. Boosted yeah. confidence. And that's probably going to make him keen to want to play more. Yeah. So, yeah. um... But the next thing I wanted to ask you is, so we've seen this increase in in kids playing golf. Why do you think that's happened? Or even in general, we've seen a big increase in golf since um, 2019. Well, due to cuphood, right, it's yep. a lot of younger parents have taken the game up. Yep. Because it's a sport they can play, and a lot of those kids, a lot of those parents have kids who are between the ages of 4 and 10. Yep. So between the age of 30 and 40, there's a lot of parents in that age bracket that have kids, are 30 and 50 that have kids yep. who are juniors. And I think there's more and more girls and men in their 30s and 40s taking up golf and yep. most of them have kids. Yeah, that's right. And, and young kids. We're trying to bring this family aspect to golf. Yep. And so we should too. And I think it's just become more and more popular. Yeah. And I think it's becoming, like you said, sexy from social media, from all the platforms that it's on. Yeah. You don't have to wear a collar shirt anymore or tuck your shirt in or pull your socks up. You can dress however you want in most yeah. courses yeah. and get away with it. Yeah. And people put that all over the world. Yeah. You've got guys who've got muscles popping out of their bones yeah. playing golf. You've got chicks who are wearing not much playing golf. Yeah. There's a lot of eyes on golf. Yeah. Which is a great thing. So that's what I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I didn't know you were going to ask that. Yeah. That's, so, that's what I reckon. So like, in a lot of that's just a spin-off of the COVID effect, right? Yeah, it's been great for golf. Yeah. Because we could play outdoors. I've got, I've got two more things that I think have contributed. Mm-hmm. And this one sort of runs into that social media platform a little bit, or like a technological advancement. Yeah. Indoor simulators are becoming big. Oh, yeah. And I think that's had a huge... like. So, the hard thing about playing golf, you want to get out there and play 18 holes. It's going to take four or five hours out of your day, at yeah. least. Yeah? And when you've got a young family, that can be quite hard. Yeah. I can go to a local place, go into the indoor sim, and play 18 holes in half an hour. Yeah. Right? So, I can, I can do all that stuff, um, get the numbers yeah, on the screen, makes, yeah, that technically makes it a bit more fun trying to understand all those numbers that pop up. That, yeah. uh, so, and those, they're just becoming big. Like, there's a lot of them around now, so are, yeah. that's becoming very, very big. And then the next one, like, there's no... Yeah, all these stats I'm finding for Australia from, like, 2021 onwards, and there's no coincidence that Live Golf started in 2021, yeah. and we're seeing a boost in younger generations yeah. playing golf. 
I think Liv has had a big impact on yeah. bringing younger people to golf, making it, yeah. making it fun, making it sexy, making it like I could want to play the sport because this looks like a big event. A good time, absolutely. It looks like a great time. Yeah. Right. So golf gets a bit of a like. It's not a bad rap, but what other sport can you do where you go out there with your mates? Um, you're playing your own game, or you can make it a team aspect, yeah. and you can go there and. and have a beer, jump in a cart, do whatever, walk right. if that's your preferred. There's no other sport you can do that. No. And it's not like, you know, if you walk it, it is good exercise, but it's not so exhausting. No. It's not playing, you know, a, a soccer game where you don't wake up on Monday battered and bruised. Correct. Yeah. Like, you only be battered and bruised because you put a bad swing and tore your, your <laughs> spine out of its socket. So, um, yeah, I think those two things have been a big one. So, definitely COVID. That started this whole thing. It sort of got everyone interested. Then these sims started popping up because of that yeah. initial boom, which started another one, and then Liv's come along and just made it go crackers. Like, Bonkers. that event that had in Adelaide in Australia was massive. Everyone I knew that went there said it was awesome. Awesome. So yeah, it was really good. I'm really hoping they have those events going forward because I'm going to go to the next one in I Australia. Think got a couple. So I've heard that. Um, I've tried to do research on this Live PGA merger. I can see nothing. Yeah. I, d- I don't even know if they know what they're doing. So to my understanding, they've made this joint venture, right, so this joint thing to govern all that golf. So they've got this joint new entity, yeah. which will then govern Live PGA and DP. Yeah, right, tour, right. So under all the same umbrella. The PGA Tour has majority share on the board and majority shares in that new venture. So they hold sort of majority control on everything. Yeah. And they also hold control on competition aspects. So the PGA Tour itself will still remain a non-for-profit. Yeah. And they their tournament stuff, they still... Um, they make all that. From, from what I've heard, Liv's going to have a hard time surviving. Yeah, right. From what I've read. Um, they're not making it fun by looking for live guys to come back to play PGA Tour. No, it's going to be tricky. Um, they're going to have incentives for guys that did stay. Like, that's been a big, big thing popping up. But I'll just, I'll just be interested to see, because I think if they've done this and then they just go back into playing the PGA Tour, there's, it's just no point. Well, it's they boring. Can't, they can't, yeah. I'd be interested to see if they're going to try put some sort of aspect into live golf into the PGA I like the idea of the teams thing. I think so. But the guys who signed up for Liv signed up for 14 events a year. <coughs> Correct. Three rounds, shotgun starts. Yes. More time at home. So I've seen things where they're going to offer Tiger and Rory their own team. Yeah. So I, I don't know if they're still going to have these two separate tours. Who knows? Greg's going to have a hard time keeping his job from what I've seen. <laughs> he's he's all but gone. So I, I, yeah, that's and again, this is just what you read. So... Again, like I've seen nothing come out, so I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. And all this sort of happened, and then Monaghan all of a sudden gets mysteriously ill in hospital for months. So, Tori Tammy, Tori pickleball. That's what my source. That's what my source says. <laughs> Good on it. Get yeah. down there and have a game of pickleball. Left handed too, um, Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. But I've got no clue. Could be anything. Could be anything, mate. What What about like so? Next big event. So we've gone. We've gone through the majors. Yep. They're done for the year. Correct. Um, is it the um, playoffs yet, or is there one more event? Could be another event. Yeah. yeah, and then they'd have them very soon. Yeah, right. Uh, but the Ryder Cup is probably the next big thing on the calendar coming up, right? So, you know, interesting to see. I've got some. Um, we both wrote down who would our teams be for this. We did. Right? And then going from there. So, I want to just, just let everyone know, so if they don't know what the current, how they pick the teams and what happens there, right? So, I want to talk a little bit about that so everyone knows where we're coming from. So, Team USA, right? They're from the United States of America. Correct. Yep. So, they just have, like, this Ryder Cup point system, yeah, based on when you play tournaments and how it goes. So... There's 12 in each team. The top six in that get automatic starts. And then the next six are what they call captain's picks, which I believe will be Freddie Couples and 
Zach Johnson or whoever it is. Like Zach's Mikey. the captain. Though. Zach's the captain. So it would be his picks, right? Based on, Freddie's obviously a part of that. And so. Luke Donald's the captain of, um, of Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So Europe picked their teams a little differently. It's still the same basis. Six automatic picks. Six captains picks. But they pick from two things. So they got European points. So I think that's points based on European tour events. Yeah. And then world points, which is points based on world events. Yeah. PGA tour events. So they pick the top three from both of them without overlaps. So for example, Rama McElroy are currently one and two in both of them. Yeah. So they'll get the one, two, and three in the European ones. But for the world points, they're left out of that. So the points are taken from, like, say, third, fourth, and fifth on that yeah. list, right? So that's how I think. And then there's captain picks around that. So to my knowledge, the captain's picks can be whoever they want. Whoever they want. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be someone who's currently playing well. No. Um, I, I dare say Poulter's not getting a start. Yeah. Because he's moved to live. Polter, Garcia. Yeah. It's a shame. The the postman, he was always good to watch. Yeah, he's playing shit, though. He is playing bad. Yeah. But I don't know, he just... He always turned up for those Ryder Cups. Well, not now that the posters are digital. He's fucked. <laughs> he's, he's lost his touch. He's lost his touch. He's yeah. been playing bad. Everyone can deliver on Sundays now. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone can deliver. So, that's how they pick their teams. Um... I wouldn't mind... Well, actually, we'll go through our teams first. Yeah. And it sort of explain why we pick these and, and what it's based on okay. and all that sort of stuff. So, you want to go first? Or you yeah, want to go, I'll you go, go, first. go first. Which team are we doing? Let's start with Team USA. So, Team USA, we've gone... So, the six automatics are... Like I don't have it written down. Do you have the six one? I do. So the, the current, <laughs> the current six. So this could still change. I could. Right? Yeah, because they still got events to play before no. the Ryder Cup. So there's, there's only one though. Yeah, but this it could still change. I there's couldn't. a couple that are pretty close. So Scotty Scheffler, yeah, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, Brooks is, Kepka. Is Brian Harmon in there? He's in there. Oh shit! That that got him pretty high up there on that list. Mm. They got him third. Um. Brooks Koepka, oh, Xander Shoffley, and Patrick Cantlay are currently the six automatic picks. So Brooks has already qualified. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know. Do they include um, playoffs and that sort of stuff in this? I don't know. Don't know. I don't think so. I think it goes to Wyndham and that's it. Yeah. So maybe. But yeah, there's still chances that things could happen. Yeah. Uh, but those guys are pretty solidly in, especially yeah. the top four. Radio. So my, my captain's picks for the USA. Yep. I'm going Ricky Fowler. Mm-hmm. He's been playing awesome. Jordan Spieth. Yep. Max Homer. Yep. Cameron Young. Yep. Uh, Sam Burns is going to mm-hmm. get a start. And I'm going to kick Patrick Campbell out of the side. So you reckon he's going to jump out? I'm just going to kick him out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, he's, he's not in. Yeah. Um, he's the most boring golfer in the world. So, I'm going to kick him out. I don't know who I'm putting in yet, because I was going to put Brooks in. I didn't realise he was on the side. He's already in. So, uh, I'm looking for two more. I'm going to put Justin Thomas in for the USA. Okay. You know, he's been playing dog shit. Yeah. So, he can take Cantlay's spot, because he won the Open last year. That's yeah. on the PGA. All right, and now I need one more. Um, what about DJ? Nah. Um, I might. What about chuck... Bryson? He's been playing around. He has. Yeah, let's chuck the big golfer in. We'll go Deschambeau. Deschambeau. Yeah, so that's my team: Fowler, Spieth, Young, Burns, Thomas, or Cantlay. Cantlay can piss off, and then Deschambeau. Okay, so I'm going to give you my team. Yeah. I'll give the whole lot, and I'll, and I'll tell you why I picked these guys. So, um, they got the six automatic picks, and I've put them in as if they're going to stay. Yeah. That's Scheffler, Clark, Harmon, Kepka, um, Shoffley, and Cantlay. Yeah. Now, my next three are based on an interview that Freddie Couples gave, right? They oh, asked yeah. about certain players, and these players, he said, are going to be in... They said he's, they're going to be in Italy, right? So... Word from pretty high up in the team. Boss captain. Yeah. So, rumour has it, Max Homer. Yeah. He's going to be there. Cam Young and Jordan Spieth. 
Okay. So that's nine of the 12 spots already yeah. filled, right? So I've put them in my team based on that. Yeah. Okay. Right. My next three I've got in, uh, I've put in Fowler. Yeah. Morikawa. Oh, shit. Yep. Tony Finau. Yeah, right. I've got a reserve in case someone gets in. Who's reserve? Keegan Bradley. Ugh. Bit of an outside. He's been playing good, though. He has been playing good. You're picking on form. That's why I had him in the conversation. Yeah. But yeah, I... So, I actually rubbed out Burns and put Fino in. I had Burns originally, but... Alright, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scrap Cantlay. He can get, still get thrown out. <laughs> but I'm not putting Thomas in for him anymore. Yep. I'm going to put Morikawa in. Yep. Just because I like his swing. Yep. Um, so Cantlay still gets relegated back to the Hooters tour. <laughs> <laughs> Morikawa's in. And then... Bradley can take Thomas's spot. Yeah. Because Thomas is playing playing on dog shit. I've changed my mind. That's a that's a big change. Thomas needs to find a shooter part with. So you've put in you've kept DeShambo in and I've put nah, in Fee now. Nah. Shambo's out. I'll go through my picks again. Fowler, Spieth, Homer, Young, Burns. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. And Bradley? Yeah, and then Morikawa. Morikawa takes care of his place. Yeah. So as captain, you've picked, you've kicked out the automatic selection. Yeah, he's gone. That's you have that power. Treason. He did something wrong. <laughs> he's gone. He's, he's, he's not gone. allowed to wear a power tool on your hat. Sponsored by Power Tools when you play on the PGA Tour. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. Big sponsorship deals blown his spot in the Ryder Cup. Yeah. <laughs> what about um? What about Team Europe? Team Europe. Do we run you through the current? Um, automatic picks please do okay so the current automatic picks uh, Rory McIlroy yeah John Rahm yeah Robert McIntyre yeah I see already in yeah yeah Victor Hovland I'm bad at this Victor (laughs) Hovland yeah Tyrrell Hatton yeah Tommy Fleetwood right they're currently the top top six okay so I had Bob McIntyre as one of my selections. <laughs> I probably should have told you the automatic selections before. Possibly. Well, sorry, I had them on the screen. You, you just had to look. Right, me and computers. I sort of, I sort of chucked this on coffee last minute. Sorry. So I said, well, this, this is what we should do. Here's the screen. Here's the auto picks. Pick your team. He didn't read. I cannot read. <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, Justin Rose. Yeah, been playing awesome. Shane Lowry, because he's an Irish mongrel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Adrian Moronk. Yep. Because he's seven foot tall. Yep. And hits it pretty straight. And those three players there, like Rose and Lowry, can find the fairway. Yeah. It's in Italy, isn't it? It's no. in Italy. You're going to need to hit the fairway. She's going to be tight. Mm. Okay. Then I'm going to put both the Hoya brothers in, Rasmus and Nikolai. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give both of them a start. Yeah. In my side. Um... Just because they're the beast. And then come back to me. Come back to you? Yeah. No worries, I can do that. Well, I'm going to run you through mine. Yeah. Right, so I'll run through all 12 again. So, Roy McElroy. Yeah. Right, so automatic pick. John Rahm, McIntyre, Hovland, Hatton, Fleetwood. So they're all the the automatic picks, right? Yeah. Um, my next one, make sure I didn't put too many here. One, two, three, four. No, I didn't. Okay, so my first captain's pick is Matthew Fitzpatrick. Oh, shit, yeah. My next one after that is Sepp Stracker. Oh, yeah. Victor Perez. Yeah, he's good. Shane Lowry. I'm having Perez. Yeah. Shane Lowry. Yeah. Justin Rose. And then I put Adrian Moronk in there as my last pick. If one of them gets injured, my reserve is Yannick Paul. He's already qualified. No, he hasn't. What? Did he get punted? He's currently punted. Pretty sure you just read out the team, didn't you? <laughs> Alright. I've already read the captain's picks. It's like the already the automatic picks. Oh he's fourth on European and yeah. then nothing on world. Yeah. Oh poor fella. 
Yeah, he's not in my team. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, so Yannick, he got, he's my reserve. He's not in my team at the moment. That's just in case Rahm is in a punch-up with someone over there. Rahm, he's a big soft teddy bear, mate. No, a big fiery Spaniard. Oh, fiery. Can we can we take odds, betting odds, on how many times they'll reference Seve in the Ryder Cup? Yeah. Over under 300 times. <laughs> What do you reckon? <laughs> I was going to say 100. Look, I'm going to say under. Under. But I think it could be a couple hundred. Yeah. 300's a big number. Yeah. So, uh, but he'll definitely be mentioned. Fuck. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, bit of a European hero, that guy. No, oh, isn't he what? 50 European tour wins. Right. Nothing to laugh at. So, I've gone Rasmus, Nikolai, Rose, Larry, Moroc, and Perez. Matthew Fitzpatrick, I'm sorry, you didn't get a start. Stop chipping crosshand, you might get a start. Don't know what, I just... I actually like him, but I just... It's hard, man. There are so many good golfers. I want... I want some fire. Yeah. And he does not bring fire. No. No. Question for you. He's like a little bit of green timber that won't light. Question for you. Not that Tiger would do this, because I think he... I, I just don't think it's his thing. He won't be playing. But what if... He come out next week and said, "I'm available for selection." Yeah, probably pick him. Would they put him in? Yeah, probably. In. <laughs> yeah. does, does that not like? I'm like I know he's good. Yeah, he, he, probably, he probably. But you couldn't give him a start. He's a walk up starter. Not if you wanted to win. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. But yeah, you just you just don't know. So you know, mm. interesting teams we got here. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go, we're going to do something. We're going to do a, a Europe versus USA punch-up boxing punch match. Up. Okay, and, right. and are you Europe or USA? I'll be Europe. So okay. I'll, I'll put out a, a, um, a European player and you're going to... doesn't have to be the same weight class. Does that have to be someone that I've picked in my team? Yeah. Okay, I like it. And I'll put someone down and you're going to match it, all right? I'm going to go... Oh, can I change my... No, picks. no. So no, can I... Can, no, no. So, no. I want to kick out Brian Harmon and put in my, no. Mike Tyson. No. Can I do that? <laughs> can I put in a prime Mike Tyson? He's got him in a golf tournament. <laughs> so, my first boxer... Mm-hmm. This well, he has to be from your European team. Yeah. Yeah. Or Street Fighter. Yeah. Who's going to get his head punched in. <laughs> I can guarantee it. It's Justin Rose. Justin Rose. So, who are you going to, who are you going to box him with? Uh, okay, so I don't feel like I need someone very good. Rose is a southpaw, by the way, if you need to know. Okay, well, that's put me off a little bit. Yeah. Um, look, he's a bit older, isn't he? He's not young. He's not young. He's not very... like he's. I think he's tall, but he's not very strong. He's rangy. He's rangy. He's got some reach on him. So do I need to put in someone with a bit of range? Or do I just throw someone in? <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm going to throw in Brian Harmon against him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's going. To, he's going to wear him down with his before he hits. He's going to waggle. Waggle. Oh, that's that's one nil up to Europe. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Harmon would do that many waggles at Rose would snot him. <laughs> Europe one nil. Okay, you can throw one down first now. <laughs> Wyndham Clark. Oh. Wyndham Clark. Alright, I'm going to match him with Wyndham Clark. He's a bit of facial hair, big fella. You just got to throw someone. You got no one. Perez. He's going to fight the Frenchman. Ooh. Right, and I reckon Perez will have a good hook on him. Of course you do. You're Team Europe. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you reckon is going to win that? Oh, man. It's a very tough ass, that one. Europe 2 0. Yeah, give it to Europe. Well, you haven't made a good, uh, a good case for Clark. He's How's he going to box? What's he going to do? Kick him. Kick him. All right, he wins. One <laughs> all. <laughs> all right. Adrian Moronk's the next person in. Who are you putting up against him? Oh, man, he's like 100 foot tall, isn't he? He's massive. Mm hmm. I'm going to throw in Tony Finau. Oh. 
It's not a food eating competition. It's not, but he's my best bet against someone as tall and lanky as that. You know what? I'm going to give it to Tony for now. I think he's got it in Because his hands are that big. He's just going to grab yeah. the Polish man around the neck and just strangle him. Yeah. All right. I feel like he was my best bet. I think he's my tallest player. He is. Moronk? I'm sorry. The Samoan got you. <laughs> All right. You're up. Am I up next? This is thrilling podcast. This is right. thrilling. Alright, alright. Kefka. Cupcake? Kefka is going to fight Shane Lowry. Well, that's 3 0 of us. Mate. <laughs> oh, come on. And Lowry's going to win. <laughs> because he's going to have, like, Irish power, knuckle dusters. Mate, you can't beat the Irish. In a punch up. I can't argue with you because you reckon Kepka has Plato arms. Yeah, he does. <laughs> no, he's custard arms. Custard arms, that's the one. He's made out of Plato. Alright, no, I like Larry. Right, Too all. He looks like a street brawler. Too all. Alright. I'm going to chuck in, chuck in here the lefty, Mr. Bob McIntyre. I can't picture Bob McIntyre. Well, he looks like he hit the three wood out of the rough at the Scottish Open. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he's Scottish. So he's even worse than the Irish. I've got so no, no one, one can beat him. I'll, I'll, I'll throw Cantlay at him then. I need a tough one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a forfeit. <laughs> That'd be a forfeit. Cantlay be doing his pre-match routine in the in, no. in the. Rep- Did you see Cantlay hit the shot at the open and then he hit the shot and like two seconds, three seconds later he followed through with his foot? Yes, how funny was oh. that? What a dickhead. Yeah. Even his <laughs> follow through is delayed. Oh, all right, you're up. Uh, Fowler. Oh, another win. Who for me? What's Fowler's specialty in the boxing ring? Bright orange clothing. Yeah. I reckon he's going to be speedy. He's going to be... He's got moves. I reckon he'll be able to dodge. He's going to be able to dodge. Oh, I'm just using up all my um, captain's picks. Are you using the actual team? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you have to tell me what the team is in a minute. So Fowler's going to go up against Nikolai Hoyard. Okay. He's going to have reach, charisma, and athleticism. 4-3. Four, 4-2. Four, <laughs> four, four, two. Two. Four, two. I'm glad we're not... This isn't a boxing match in, in real life. <laughs> all right, I'm going to throw up his brother back-to-back, Rasmus. Who's boxing Rasmus? Homer. Oh, five two. Oh, please. Homer. <laughs> Homer's got a bit of mongrel in him. Does he? No. I like him, but <laughs> I don't know if he does. All right, five two. Who else is on the European tour? Team. Oh god. Oh my god. Okay, yours. I'm going to chuck in Ram. Ram. Who are you fighting against him? Just listen to me. Today? Scotty Scheffler. Oh. Mate. Now, you're going to bring up the whole religious thing. No, I'm not. You did that, not me. But you're thinking They've done... I didn't do that. You're thinking it. (laughs) Mate. But I I just think he's got... He's got reach on him. Yes. He's got reach on him. (laughs) Do you honestly think... He's got that unique footwork. I'm going to ask you an honest question here. Yeah. Do you honestly think Scheffler could beat Ram in the boxing? Well, you just made comments before about Ram. Saying he's not real fiery and stuff like that. I didn't say he wasn't fiery. Yeah, I said some man being in a punch up and you said he wouldn't win anything. So I think we give that decision to Chef. You're saying Chef was going to win, okay. I'll roll with it. Don't disagree, but. Excellent. The both times wrong, but anyway. No, that's right. I'll give it to you. Uh, Morikawa. Morikawa. He can go up against. Um, who have I got left? <laughs> uh, Hovland, Hatton, Fleetwood, McElroy. Okay, Morikawa can go up against Hatton. And Hatton is that angry, he will beat anyone. He'll, he'll beat anyone. Alright, 6 3 to. Europe. Who are you throwing in now? Uh, I'm going to go Fleetwood. Nicest man on earth. You're going to throw in Fleetwood? Uh, and you're not allowed to punch him, so it's just got to be like an arm wrestle. I'm going to throw in Xander. 
Oh, Flavor wins. And and why? He just says he's the nicest man on the planet. They don't punch anyone. Yeah, but so is Xander. No, I reckon that's just for TV. Is it? Yeah. Is he South Pole or conventional? Whichever one wins. He's a right-handed golfer. Fleetwood's pretty good at jiu-jitsu, I heard. Is he? Yeah. Based purely on that, it's Fleetwood. Okay, good. Seven to three. Yeah, we've got two left. All right. I'm going to put in Hovland. Actually, it's your go. Uh, I'm going to put in Spieth. Okay, Hovland. And Spieth wins because you'll just talk his ear off. Well, he can't talk your way out of punch-up. I reckon you would. Not in the ring. <laughs> Eight three, <laughs> and then it is McElroy versus Cam Young. And I reckon McElroy will lose because he loses everything. <laughs> he'll get to the final round and get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, he'll shit it in, yeah. and then he'll try and stop some fists with his head. Yeah, right. <laughs> get knocked out. Seven four. So that's a good indication of what's going to happen in the Ryder Cup. Mm. Now, if if you can base your predictions off. Our boxing... Now, if I'm looking at those numbers, that adds up to 11. We must be missing something. Well, I added it up, so probably. 8-4. I missed the 8. Okay. 8-4 to Team Europe. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Not the boxing match, but (laughs) the, um, the actual golf itself. I reckon. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be pretty entertaining, so definitely worth, um... Have you seen much of the course? No, I haven't had a chance to have a good look at the course yet. I definitely will. Because it's always, um, it's always good to get a bit of a look at it before they play it. Yeah. So then you sort of... It's in September, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right. so... We'll do some research. We'll do some research. What about the Dragons, mate? Yeah. As look, good as the Raiders. If you want to go into the NRL, it's been pretty sad. Not really. So... We lost to the fucking Knights. Yeah. Yeah, look, when... When the Dragons and... Raiders are in the top four again. We'll start talking a bit NRL. We're only just out, to be honest. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, we were top four the other week. Yeah, we're in the bottom four, so yeah. Um, while off for us before I start talking about NRL, it's been yeah. been a hard time. But uh, the in the NRLW, the Dragons had a win, so did that. Yeah, go the girls. Well More about that girls' footy now. You are. Maybe so, they should play the men. Yeah, that's right. They'll probably beat them. So probably putting you in the spot here. Thought we'd wrap this up a little bit. I have shaved my head. That's what you're oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. We got, we got staff photos Thursday, and you decided to shave your head. Well, I didn't know and, you had it. <laughs> and not just like, oh, I'll do a number two, so it's all here. You got yeah. the razors out. I've gone skinhead, mate. You've gone proper no hair. I'm I don't not, think it looks too bad. I'm never coming back. You, you do need to not wear a hat for a little bit. Get a bit of a... It is a white. T- it is white. <laughs> it's Stuart Sink. What? <laughs> <laughs> I went for a surf uh, Monday. Yeah. And I put it on. But, like, even sitting here now under just the lights in our roof. It's different. Yeah. I I shaved mine a few months back. Like this? Yeah, I got, like, mine was not, like, no thing. It was like, zzz, yeah. like that. So, um, I did that. Oh, it'd be six months or so yeah, right. now. And it felt way different. So, yeah. I tried to get around it. I this has will. been, um, I used a face razor. Yeah, wow. So I showed number one and then me and Caro is going to. Wow. You're going to commit to it? I think so. Well, I was, I had these arches, man. Like, yeah. I had heaps of hair, but he was getting quite thin. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I was really, going into the upstairs of the clubhouse with a hat on all day, or take it off, my hair was just upside down. And like, yeah. I looked like a feral, so, just to get rid of that, mate. Look, man, it's easy to become in the morning. Just have bugger it. Um, I'm going to uh, go skinhead for a while. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you half us to get the razor out each time. Yeah. Stay on top well, of it. My mate, Hobbit, he's been doing it forever since he's about 14. Wow. He reckons it takes him 90 seconds. Wow, he's that good at it. Yeah. Okay, that's the goal. That's the goal. 90 seconds. 90 seconds. So, it's a, I actually wasn't going to mention it, mm. the, the hair, but I'm glad you did. So... Everyone that knows Tyler can imagine him with no hair at the moment. Well, yeah. Alzi sent out a message today, our boss, saying, um, yeah, work photos on Friday for the website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yours is going to be a big white blur. <laughs> hopefully, Too much exposure. Hopefully we can wear a hat. I think so. I think that's you know. the right way to go. No, I was going to ask for 
Tyler's tip of the week. Oh, shit. My tip of the week? Tyler's tip of the week. You got a tip? Uh, I've always got a tip. Excellent. I love it. Yeah? Um, come back to me. Come back to me. <laughs> no. Tip of the week. Uh, give me two seconds to think about tip of the week. I'll give you something that I did today. Uh, I wanted to do today with somewhere. How about while you think of it, I'll give you... Okay. My, I really should be playing. My mental tip of the week. Oh, here we go. Right? Yeah. So, my mental tip of the week is don't hit the ball until you are ready. Okay? Mm. And I think we can all relate because we've all had times where... This feels so uncomfortable. This, uh, feels, this feels awful. Something's not right. Bugger it. I'll hit it anyway. I'll redo it. Or something as simple as yeah, you're over the ball, someone says something or you see something in the corner, you look up. And then we'll dandy born hit. It's not just doing that. It is if something takes you out of your routine, step back, restart. Yeah. I don't think, I think 99% of golfers aren't going to be so obnoxious that they're doing 13 waggles. Yeah. So you do it's have time to, waggles. you have time to step back and redo that. You're not going to hold anyone up by taking an extra 20 seconds. Yeah. But it's the, it's the way to get the best day. If you don't feel right, if you're over the ball and you're like, this feels like the wrong club. Step back, reset yourself. If you still get that same feeling, change the club. But yeah. that's just making sure you are in the right headspace to pull the trigger and hit the ball because there's nothing worse doing that. I do it with putting a fair bit. I'm a sucker for it where, especially short ones, I sit up and go, oh, I feel like I'm a bit aiming a bit right here. I just shut the face. Do you? It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I I, oh. I putt I putt okay, putt so I get away with it. But um, like from a mental standpoint, I'm not standing over there with confidence that I'm going to bin it. Yeah, it's a bit, you putt good. Hey, don't. But you know, I so many people do they just hit a bad shot and go, oh, it didn't feel right from the start. It's yeah. like, well, you shouldn't have yeah. hit it, right? So that's my my mental tip is just don't pull the trigger until you are ready. Yeah. Uh, my tip of the week would be use your tee box to your advantage. So if you're a slicer, yeah. Right hand side of the tee box for a right handed golfer. Aim yep. in the left, bleed it back to the middle. Yep. If you pull it, you're in left rough. If you hit a good one, you're middle. If you overcut it, you're right rough. And if you draw the ball, left side of the tee box, aimed in the right, yep. same thing. The amount of people that I take out on course yep. that have got that backwards and they're on the left hand side, aimed in the right, yeah. trying to hit a fade. Yes, mate. Um, we you either get that, or like most people just go straight for the middle and go... Right in the middle. You watch the guys on TV, right? They always got a plan to where they yeah. get set up and the yeah. how far left or right. Very rarely you see them smack bang in the middle of the tee box, right? Yeah. Just doesn't happen. So, yeah, for like, I'd say what, 80% of golfers are going to be slices. Yeah. Right? It's a lot more common than someone who hooks the ball. So for a right hand, if you're slicing, you should be on that right hand side. Absolutely. Opens up the left side. Absolutely. You send it out there, way, let it come back. Um, yeah. It's probably a little trick that a lot of coaches use is, okay, like what's wrong? Oh, I'm a slicer. Okay, come over here, mate. You're taking way down the left hand, right hand side of the range and get, hit, get back. So visually, all of a sudden, the slice doesn't look as bad. Yeah. Right? So you've already helped. <laughs> but then you make you can make a bit of a fix from there. If you're chucking them on the left hand side, the ball's going to get so far right. Yeah. And then they're sort of reeling. And feeling like they're way out of control, and then it's trying to get that back. It's quite hard. So, Absolutely. Um, definitely, probably a trick that they're using. I I love that tip because it's something that's very simple. Well, mate, you've got to use your course to your advantage. Yeah, that's course management. You've got to control the things you can because in golf, there's so much we probably feel like we can't control. Um, so you just got to control the things that you can. So control the controllables. Control the controllables. Brandon. That is a great tip. I'll be using that in today, this week's game. Oh, yeah. Where I'm going to make a two in a row, beating you. So Mate. that's where my career's come to. I rarely lose two things in a row. <laughs> <laughs> this is what my career's come to: is beating beating you on a Thursday. So yeah. anyway, guys, um, thanks for listening in. Yeah, it's been quite enjoyable. I hope you got something out of it, and uh, we'll we'll listen. Uh, Talk to you guys next week. Oh, true. I've got a couple of events coming up this weekend. you got some events coming yeah. up. I'm excited. I'm Where going, at? I'm going to um, Corralvin. So, playing the Corralvin Pro-Am. Yep. Um, got to start in that. Got to start in the afternoon, actually. Lovely. Yeah, did a bit of magic work there. Good job. Um, so, I've got my sister's 40th in, Queens, in King Cliff on Friday and Saturday night. Okay. 
got to get up Sunday morning and drive to Corralham for lunchtime tea off and then play the Pro-Am and then Monday we have the Foursomes Championship. Oh, you're playing with Lockie. You're playing with Lockie. Oh, that'd be six holes, so. Awesome. Then stay up there and then uh, training school on Thursday up in Goldie. Excellent. Well, good luck with the foursomes. Yes, yeah, so um, Tommy, give me a lesson tomorrow. Yeah, that's the one. 6 a.m. Yeah. We'll see you <laughs> yeah, out there. Perfect. No, good, good luck Monday. Um, yeah. I don't hold high hopes for you Sunday. Yeah. After the weekend, you've just described <laughs> you haven't, so. <laughs> He's the guy who's running out. I wrote him a letter. Yeah. I wrote him a fucking letter. An email and just said, mate, blah, blah, blah. I'm available for the, the Sunday afternoon because there's heaps of invite spots. Yeah. Can I get in? And he wrote back, maybe, can you play? I'm like, I definitely can play the afternoon. Yeah. I, there's no way I can play the 7 a.m. Because <laughs> I've got to drive two hours from Kingston. Yes. I have to leave at 4 yeah. or 3.30. Not gonna N- not know what state you might be in. Yeah, so I'm oh, gonna take it pretty easy. It's gonna be pretty like yeah, yeah. Friday night I might send it, and then recoup Saturday. Recoup Saturday, good idea. I think we're going to the gin distillery up in Kingsley somewhere. Excellent. Tell everyone how much I love them and cry. So. Yeah, that's really good. good. Well, next next week we'll do a um a, we'll do our podcast on proper preparation for a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just. I didn't plan on playing it, but because I've got to be in Gold Coast Thursday after, I didn't want to drive back on Sunday. Yeah. Drive back up Thursday. Yeah. And Lockie's like, why don't you stay up here and play these two things? So Excellent. So now my preparation is, I hit like 20 drivers today, I'm ready. Yeah, you're ready. So we're going to do, yeah, next week we'll talk about proper tournament preparation, as yep. started by Tyler Korf. If you yep. want to send us an email, <laughs> theslappycut at gmail.com. Yep. Yep. We'll read out uh, any questions or any, um, if you want to pick on Tyler's haircut, you, we'll read them out. So, uh, if you've got nothing else to add, <laughs> coffee, um, uh, we'll wrap this up, eh? Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya.